Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Nick. From here. Got a song for you. We are going up, Steve. We are going up. You're listening to Afton Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Burnley. Except no substitute. Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to Afton Millwall, being recorded in the immediate aftermath of what proved to be a fantastic away win. In the end, joining me on stream here is all the way from Sweden is our, our regular Swedish correspondent, Doug Hume. Welcome to the show, Doug. Afternoon, Nick. Interesting, <laughs> wasn't it? Last, last 10 minutes made it worth watching. So, yeah. It was, I was one of the notes before we scored late in the game, listeners. I'd, I'd make a note as to what I might say to Doug. So it was going to be quite a scratch around to, to make a lot out of, out of nothing much, really. And all I could think of to say was um, it was everything that Barnsley versus Mill in the pouring rain on a cold day in October might might sum it up in your mind. There's nothing unexpected in it, but it was it was a tough away performance there, Doug, wasn't it? It was. I'm not quite sure what to think about it. I mean, we didn't really play that badly. We didn't play that well. No. Um, I mean, the, the only problems we really had, of course, ourselves. They, they didn't really put us under pressure. I don't, I'm, I'm not quite sure what to make of it. I mean, no, nobody really played badly, but apart from Wallace, I don't think anyone played well either. I mean, Jeb Wallace was off his game. Um, yeah. Ocho had a good 25 minutes and then faded. It wasn't really a day for skillful players, Doug, really, I thought. Um, I mean, Ojo, a phobie and, and Jed, um, I mean, we, we said before the kickoff that that's probably Gary Rowett's choice of starting front three and I think anyone you know anyone that's seen any of those players will say yeah that's that's probably the best front line that we're going to get um you know in in current circumstances well, I, I think agree with that, this... but I'm, I'm not sure about Ojo I mean uh, sorry about um, a phobie he looks a good player but I'm not sure he fits in the way we play I mean he, he doesn't really look that dangerous and he hasn't most of the last most of this season really no, I suppose you could point to the goal he scored at Cardiff, which was from a, in a losing match. So you know, you might say what what not much good that oh, was, but that was that was about that was probably his, his best point so far. Um, I mean, I, I think you know the conditions today, Doug, were not easy. I mean, you know, all, all joking aside, it was uh, a long northern trip in the pouring rain, in the cold, um, and it was everything that you might have expected it to be. Um, I mean, a Fobay, I, I know what you mean. I mean, he's, he's not looked as effective as um, as we may have hoped when we first signed him. 
And, and oh, I think honest, he looks a good player, but he just, I don't know, he just doesn't seem to click with the way we play the ball up to him. Or, I mean, we, you don't really see him charging through one-on-one -on -one against the defender and I'm, no, I'm not quite no. sure. Um, I mean, he's not a target man, is he? I mean, he's, you know, no. Matt Smith is your, your classic target man. I mean, he's um, not Tom Elliott either, to be fair to I, I, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I, I'm hoping he's going to click, but yeah. he hasn't yet, has he? No, I mean, uh, to be positive... Um, that's, that's two wins. We're going into an international break now after um, a difficult opening phase of the season. Really, the draws were starting to weigh heavy on our shoulders, Doug, weren't they? And yes. to get two wins in succession, I think they made the point on, on I Follow that um, that turns it into an unbeaten run of um, is it seven games now unbeaten? I, I can't, I haven't got the figures to hand. Um, where is about right now? We yeah, had four draws it, on the spin, didn't we? So yes, it yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. So it would, and it would have felt um, much heavier for with maybe two draws, you know, or a loss or something of that kind today. So, um, I mean, my, my my take from the game was to, I mean, you, you've got to acknowledge the industry of the Mill side. I mean, I, I, no one gave less than a hundred percent. I do agree, it wasn't a game for. Um, you know, the football purist today by any stretch. It was, it was, um, As it, it was usually like, is down at Millwall, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, one of the things that I picked up, and obviously the starting 11, we, we were lacking um, Scott Malone today, and I think he was a big loss. Um, strange though, I mean, man of the match nominated by on, on iPhone, and I think I've got to agree with him, was Murray Wallace today, who gave yeah, yeah. gave everything, yeah, Doug. I mean, what what, what yeah. a player to have in your squad as a, as a, as a utility man or whatever you want to call he it. He scored early on, but for a good save, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, there was a moment on, yeah. on 19, um, the Murray shot saved. Um, but the, the willingness to to commit and, and to, to get forward, I mean, it's not a role that he was really signed in, wasn't it? I mean, he was a kind of a journeyman um, central defender for Scunthorpe. And, you know, I've got to admire somebody that really develops their game to become this go-to man in, in, in tough situations. He's done a bit of an Andy Frampton, hasn't he? He's sort of turned crowd opinion. Good, good comparison. Yeah, yeah. Good comparison. Yeah. Probably um, that sort of ability as well. He's better than Frampton, but yeah. you wouldn't say he's a star player by any stretch. No, no. I mean, the quality. I mean, I think when, you know, today wasn't a day for Ojo and it wasn't a day for a Fobe because of conditions, but you can see um, some quality touches in both of those players and that's, that's never going to be Murray. But what he will give you is a very Millwall sense of... 100% tackling and commitment and willingness to 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 be brave and get forwards and put himself where, you know, um, lesser players hide sometimes. He never, ever hides. Uh, no. And I, I really like that in, in Murray. My man in a match today, certainly based on... Uh, yeah, on by a long way. I, I don't really think you could say anyone else. No, no. Nobody played badly, but nobody played well, I don't think. No. It was nice to see Jake Cooper getting forwards a little bit. It's almost... Um, you know, it yes. wasn't, wasn't as effective as we saw previously when he started doing that, uh, Doug. But, you know, I wonder now, he's, he's got Hutch alongside him. Um, and this <laughs> that may be a flaw in his long-term career. Um, he, you know, he plays better when Hutchinson's alongside him. He won't be able to play with Hutchinson alongside him forever. Um, but he does look a lot better with with his mate, kind of the steady Eddie by the side of him. Yes, I mean, we, he was strangely the one that made the big mistake today, obviously, <laughs> um, yes. Hutchinson. But yeah. he, he does make the defence look so, more solid. I thought we, I mean, especially in the first half, um, not so much in the second, but certainly in the first half, we looked a bit sloppy at times. You know, there was a couple of moments where you think a better side than Barnsley might have might have hurt yeah. us. They're just wayward passes. and They, they were a shadow of their last season self, weren't they, Christ? 
Yeah, um, I thought they looked really good last season. Um, yeah. uh, they've gone off the boil. I think probably that's the best way to to put it. I mean, really, there weren't many chances for them. I mean, maybe in the first half they had a shot wide from distance. I'm just looking at my notes here, but not an awful lot for Barnsley. We we had the better chances and probably should have done better. There was a moment for a phobie in the first half, Doug, where I think it was Murray that crossed in from the left and a phobie. If yes. he's got a touch to it, it would have been a goal and that would have been a different game entirely than the one we had. But should have done better there. I think it's probably that that you're, 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 is, is niggling at you. That, that, that just, that's, it's just kind of just not quite there at the moment with him, isn't it? No, it, it, it's like, I think if Bradshaw was playing the way a phobia is, people would be on his back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think we should persevere with him, don't get me wrong, but he's just, it's not clicking at the moment. No. No, I mean, second half, again, I mean, maybe late there was a, a, a chance, a shot wide from a tight angle for Barnsley, but they showed really nothing in front of goal. So we we kept them really well, you know, at bay really well, I thought, in the second period. And yeah, I think so, yeah. Should have done better. I mean, there was, there was a break forward. I mean, at 49 minutes, I've got Jed breaks from midfield ball. Was cleared when he um, should have scored, perhaps. And there were other moments, ping pong in the, in the Barnsley area. Bradshaw nearly scored as well, didn't he, towards the end for that? Well, so. Yeah, and again, another player. I mean, you know, he's he reminds me of um, some of the, some of the, you know, the, the classic Millwall player is never the most gifted, but will give you everything. And, and Tom Bradshaw, he's been around for a few years now. He's a Harris signing, and, you know, we don't know what will become of him when his contract comes up. Um, I doubt that he would stay, but he gives you everything. I mean, it was his work that actually produced the... Um, uh, the corner, the free kick, and yeah, then exactly. the corner, isn't it? For the for the yes. goal late on, perseverance and and, and persistence, and these these are qualities that we we, we admire down the den. Um, so yeah, I mean, late late um, corner. Um, there's nothing sweeter in football, Doug, than nicking a game late. At the- <laughs> after <laughs> I mean, I really take my hat off to the travelling five hundred went up there today. But what a great journey home that's going to be, having nicked oh, a goal late. <laughs> <laughs> when it really looked like we weren't going to. I mean, it had nil-nil yeah. for from probably 60 minutes, I think. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a tough watch. I mean, I'm, you know, we're obviously giddy on the um, the, the afterglow listeners from, from Murray Wallace's fantastic header down from a corner. Um, it was bundled in, really, wasn't it? it, was, it was, but, you know, we were still probably a little bit... Um, you know, overexcited from that, Doug, but it was a tough game to watch today. Um, I'd actually been thinking with the corners that we we seem to put the corners right under the crossbar now in the centre of the goal, whereas earlier yeah. in the last season, we were putting them at the back post and we, we looked a lot more dangerous when they went back. And strangely enough, that was one that did go to the back post. Well, it's funny. Well, the back post. I was there in the week, midweek, and we, we, we've we slightly developed our corner tactics. So there was, at the start of the season, we were really packing the six-yard box. Like we almost had, um, not quite everyone, but a lot of players in that six-yard box. And that seems to be, you know, something I saw in, a, in another game, a Premier League game, and I wonder whether that's like the modern style, what you do from corners. Um, in the week, we were we had a gathering around the penalty spot and put some in the six-yard box. But today, it was just much more conventional stuff. And I agree, you know, if we can get it to the, the back post, you've got some big men there, Murray, Wallace, Jake, and then Matt Smith, obviously, who came into today's game. So um, we do look a bit more effective when we keep it simple, don't we? Yes, definitely, yes. I mean, I mean what do you make of negative Gary? I mean, is this thing on the, on, on the net now, negative Gary? I, I must admit, I sighed when Ojo 
left the field for Bradshaw. Well, it was, you know, he'll have the last laugh on me because it was actually Bradshaw's industry that produced the the situation that where we scored. So, um, I, I thought the last couple of games, I think that when he said that judges now, when we if we're going to win games or not, yeah, I think there's been you you'd see sort of two or three players in the box before, and the last couple of games, sort of both fullbacks are up there, and one of the midfield players is up there. And there seems to have been a change in his mindset, I think. I actually think we were set up not to lose going up to maybe three or four games ago. And I now think he's thinks that we can actually sort of go for it more. Now, if you think back to the first half against QPR, yeah, we're not we're not playing like that by any stretch, and we haven't been. And that maybe is what we should be doing. I suppose the injury um crisis is I mean yes. I, I, I yeah. thought um we don't know where Evans is today. I thought Evans actually played quite well. And um, he's not a player that I take to and haven't, you know, um, haven't really loved so far since I've seen him. But so um, he's doing okay in the first half. I, I think, think Savile seems to play better with him alongside him. Yeah, I think he looks more comfortable. I mean, Savile didn't do too bad today. I think he's slowly getting his mojo back from the player that we used to, you know, obviously look back to in um, in that promotion in this season. I think oh, yeah. Savile, though, he, he is actually getting into the box, but we're just not finding him. I, I don't think he's really changed that much. I, I just think, I mean, previously when we had sort of Morrison knocking it down and Gregory and what have you, yeah. I, I think there was the ball was coming to him, whereas now it's not. No, there's work to be done. I mean, that's, that's for sure. I mean, the season is a developing thing, obviously, but... Um, we've got the international break now, um, and it would be nice to see those kinds of issues. I mean, I think also we have to cut out the sloppy stuff, Doug, because I mean, we, again, yeah. a better side than Barnsley, and they were poor. I think you can't you can't put it any other way. Um, a better side than them would have punished us today in the first half, yes. especially. No, definitely, they they look like they're on well, unless they. I know maybe it's the Millwall manager thing again. We might we might get another one gone, but uh, <laughs> if they if they keep that side and that manager, I think they're in trouble this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just looking at the league table as as we're speaking. I mean, they've dropped into the bottom three, justifiably. Looking at um, that performance today, um, Millwall up the giddy heights now. Doug of eleventh in the table. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, on fifteen, just three points of the magic six spots. <laughs> And then um, it, sure of a quarter of the way into the season, I suppose you'd say Gary Rowett would say all this critique of him, you know, and his negative tactics. That's the answer, isn't it? You know, we're, we're looking now in the right direction. Yes, I mean, the trouble is we have to sit and watch the ninety minutes and sort of watching <laughs> the crap he's been throwing out recently. It's um, yeah, it's been it's been tough. Well, well done for enduring it today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was it was a tough watch. Um, now, to be, it, it was better than some of the other stuff he was throwing out earlier in the season. It, yeah, it I, mean, I, I, th I think you're right. I mean, I, th I think to contrast it, just to close us, um, I mean, a contrast I would make, and don't know if you agree, is that today was a tough watch, but in a classic kind of nor long northern trip in the pouring rain in Barnsley, you know, you're not going to get a classic, and it was it was a hard grind, and I think. You know, with one or two bits and pieces, you can criticise a couple of errors here and there and misplaced passes and so on. But it was a committed mill performance in very, very tough conditions. And I agree know, with that. And you, you can't really blame the manager for the no. single person errors either. So yeah. So and, and to, to nick it with a with a late late win, an eighty eighth minute uh, Murray Wallace header is is sweet sweet wine. So um, I think we can probably now all enjoy our uh, our international break and. Hope you enjoy yours in Sweden, Doug. 
I'll certainly try. <laughs> it's, it's starting to get dark and cold here, so I've just booked two weeks in Mexico. So uh, that'll be right. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, mate. Really appreciate you doing this call today in the immediate aftermath of Barnsley nil, Millwall one. We're going to be right back after these messages. Big thank you to Doug. Thank you very much, Doug. Thanks, Nick. Cheers. Achtung, Millwall. Hello, Nick. Tony Mundy here. Um, just ringing in on the back of that result. Um, I'm buzzing my tits off, if I'm honest. Uh, again, for the third time in the week, I thought we've gone out and attacked uh, attack teams. Um, we could have won all three of these games, to be honest. Uh, today, anyone saying it's negative, I just don't get it. Because literally we've spent the entire game, well, probably three quarters of the game in their half. Um, it's not often we have more possession than the, op- the opposition. We've literally fucking battered them today. And all I, the only thing I can say is that the forwards just need to click. And they just seem a bit shot shy at the moment. We were getting in positions, but they, they're not seeming to click together at the minute. Uh, Ojo is looking a player, but he just doesn't seem to know where he's, who he's connecting with or, or such. And uh, I'm saying, uh, Murray Morris could have had that trick today. I mean, he's missed a sitter in the first half after 10 minutes. And another shot, and then, I mean, what a fucking header he scored at the end. He's come straight over the top of, I think it was Cooper, but it might have been Smith to, to demand that header. And that was on the back of a, a, an unbelievable performance from him. He's doing tricks as well. He's doing like um, little flicks and body swerves. He's passing, even at range, he's superb. He is a proper player. It's not the athlete that you'd expect from someone who... And he's a centre-half, let's remember that. But uh, all in all, what a great result. And say the two wins this week make the draws look decent now. Uh, everyone, I mean, I've criticised Rowett at times this season when I thought he's been reactive rather than proactive. But I can't accuse him that of the last few games because we've actually gone out to win the games. People saying we're playing five at the back, but we're not. We're playing three at the back. Our wing-backs are playing, they're spending more time halfway up the pitch and in the opposition's half than they are in their own half. And, and that's, that's a fact. You just watch the games. Uh, I say, when we click, I think we're going to be a bit of a force, but it's just a back to the forwards of clicking. Uh, uh, There's a good cross in today, and the phobie didn't extend his leg. When you see it from behind the goal, he didn't extend it. Jed worked his nuts off. Nothing seemed to quite come off for him apart from as he got the assist from the corner uh, all in all I thought it was a, a really good performance without actually say clicking in the final third when that happens I, I just think we're going to actually fucking destroy a few teams maybe I'm just being over, I'm drunk on optimism maybe but uh, onwards and upwards I can't wait for the next game now cheers Nick hello Nick Glenn here uh, yeah Teddy, my first game of the season today at Barnsley, so uh, that was nice to get back in the ground with a, a group of people again. Um, conditions were, as they always are up in Barnsley, were, were, were pretty poor um, all round, and um, despite having a nice pitch, I think the, uh, the, the the rain made it actually a really difficult game for the players, so I think everybody struggled with that. But I think generally the team tried to attack the whole game, which was good. Um, there were lots of opportunities to, to cross or hit a, hit a good pass that were, that were being created. Unfortunately, uh, quality in the final ball didn't really uh, didn't really match that. Um, so um, people like Afobi, who, who really put in a great shift, 
didn't really ever get the, uh, the quality of service they needed to really impact the game. Uh, Hutchison was immense, but I, I think you know we have to admit that there were like th- I think it was like three um, gifted um, errors that were that were given to the opposition who had a one-on-one with Bart, and each time Bart pulled off a save, um, we could have been behind quite easily on those. So um, defence at the moment, you know, capable of brilliant performances, but also capable of, of, of real sort of um, clangers at any moment. Um, Barnsley, I think they were. Oh, in pretty poor form. That's a that's a poor team. They're probably going to go down. Um, but I think special mentions for Savile and Evans, who I, I think really played well today. And I, and I think Evans has, you know, regaining form that he showed us, and he, he's got a great eye for a pass, and he can spot a good opportunity to to set up an attack. And uh, I think we showed that today, although he did fade towards the end. But I think generally speaking, you've got to say the midfield did well today. And really, we we deserved, yeah, we deserved at least a, a draw, and a win is is not against the run of play. Um, so, yep, not a bad performance. Certainly, plenty to work on. Come on, you lines. Achtung, Milbal. First away league, league win of the season with a clean sheet. Two and two now heading into the international break. It's a nice way to head into that little rest period. Yeah, look, we've we've headed into both international breaks um, quite well um, with good results. I think that we've certainly. We've been um, a lot better in recent, you know, the recent month. We've had a good month um, to finish it off with two wins. We've had so many draws again. Some of those moments, you know, if that's another draw today, I think it's unfortunate for us. But, you know, we just need a little bit more and, and to, to, to get the win at the end. I felt it was what we deserved. I thought we navigated the game really well. I didn't think really Barnsley causes that many problems um, in open play. They're a danger from set pieces. But, but um, you know, certainly I thought we were well worthy of a win today. And now it gives you a good chance to, to get some of the, the injured players back and allow them to recover for, for the after the international break. Yeah, and I think it gives some of the players a chance to recover that have come straight back in and had to play back-to-back games like Hutchie, um, you know, Danny McNamara. You, know, you can see just a little bit of fatigue. I think Muzza looked out on his feet, even though he didn't really show it. The lads are joking in there saying he's doing the London Marathon tomorrow uh, just for a rest day. So, so um, But we've got, we've got players that I think it'll do them a little bit of good to have a breather. We'll try and get the balance right. Um, you know, in terms of who gets that breather and who doesn't get that breather. Uh, but we'll certainly have players back, I expect. Mason could have been available today. Chose not to um, pick him. He's only had one day's training. I think Scotty would be fine. Um, and I think we more or less have everybody back, which would be fabulous. Hard for me, uh, but fantastic. You can see the difference when we've got those options. We look like a team that, that can win games of football. Welcome back after the break, dear listeners. That was, of course, Gary Rowett, manager of Millwall FC making the very um, crucial point, I think, that after the international break that is now upon us, we should start to see the uh, the impact of a fully fit squad, a fully fit uh, Millwall side. We haven't really had a chance to see that for God knows how long. Um, today's performance up there at Barnsley was, I thought, was very hard worked. I mean, we've already spoken to Doug, as you would have heard already, um, you can always criticise some errors. I think um, Rowett there says about some of the players playing rather on, on empty empty tanks at the moment. And I think that did show, especially in that first half. But overall, it was a magnificent performance today. And um, one that all Mill fans should be proud of. Um, Man Mountain, uh, Murray Wallace earning the plaudits online. Just to have a quick run through some of the post-match comment from the Twitter Jake Saunders makes the, the very valid point. Um, 
how Murray Wallace has not been called up by his nation, Scotland. Um, contrasting with Kieran Tierney and Andy Robertson. But uh, as, as Jake says here, considering he can play at centre-back, it's criminal that Murray Wallace has never been called up by, by Scotland. Um, two goals and four assists in his last six games, says Terry. Anyone who thinks we won't miss Jed Wallace if he leaves needs to have their head tested. So if you think that, listeners... Get yourself along to your GP and ask him for a head testing session because you think that we can do without Jed. Um, Kevin Fuller, last week's guest, says it was a workmanlike performance. I, I would agree with that, Kevin. Um, we ground out a great result in pretty awful conditions. We've not lost now in seven league games. It's strange how that um, draw sequence, which once was um, you know, a Steinway piano on our back, has now turned around to become an unbeaten in seven um, you know, stat. Um, going into the international break, says says Kevin um, Dolbs, Mill Dolbs says Murray Murray Wallace deserved that massively. Gary Rowett owes him a few beers after another bore fest. Um, certainly, the first half was um, was, was tough. Um, uh, a tough TV experience, Dolbs. I will I will give you that much, mate. Um, I'll take a shit housing a win. Uh, says says Dolbs. Uh, Merv Payne says the Mill Hall of Fame may be reserved for the greats like Cripps and Kitchener, but there is definitely an honourable space in the lobby for Murray Wallace. And finally, um, I like this one. Uh, this is from Mill Halfway Line. Barnsley manager Marcus Shop. Marcus Shop may well be about to discover one of Mill, one of football's laws of nature, the curse of Mill. I thought they were very poor today, and. Um, Maybe the mill curse will strike and give shop the chop. Uh, that's cur- that's copyrighted to Merv. Actually, I've nicked that joke from you there, Merv. So a big thank you to Doug for coming on straight after the game today. It's never easy to do those, dear listeners. You 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 kind of um you have minimal chance to to collect your thoughts, um, and you're shooting from the hip really. So a big thank you to Doug for doing that, and also for everybody who's rung into our voicemail. 0208-144-0232. Do leave us a message or two. I always try to include them in future shows. And it's just really great to get some feedback. Anyway, thank you for listening now. We're into the international break. Two weeks off. Um, no show uh, this week. I might try and get a couple of um, nostalgia editions out. But otherwise, we'll be back after the end of the international break for the next uh, fixture, which I believe is at home on the 16th of October versus Luton Town. I'll be there for that one. So until then, dear listeners, um, we've had our weight taken off of our shoulders. Enjoy your international break, everyone, and I'll see you again in two weeks' time. Until then, Arriva Dirty Mill and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Aston Mill. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. Arriva Dirty Mill. Till next time. Who do you want to watch? 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.